Hello, I'm Eric Kosky. I've invited my friends Greg Talley and Ryan Smith to join me in ingesting fun and bizarre foods. We'd like you to join us too. So come in and open up. It's Junk Mouth. Hi, I'm Eric. Hey, I'm Rob. Hey, I'm Ryan. And welcome listeners to the Roof Lizard Lounge high atop the Dino Hotel in picturesque Lakewood, Colorado, above our restaurant Paleo Joe's near Denver and the beautiful Rocky Mountains. Not not to mention a good Nepalese restaurant. But uh, hey, Is that the one in Golden? No, there's one right across the street. Oh, is there? Yeah. Are you talking about Namaste? I am. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 that is good. So yeah. my uh, my coworker is from Nepal, and he just went back to Nepal uh, for the past month. So he just got yeah. back, and he brought me back this, I don't know, he called it like a kooksy rum. It's this huge knife thing. I don't know how we got it in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but I have this. Is that the one with, the, like, the, the, the blade that has sort of the angle to it? Yeah, it's curved. Yeah. Those are scary. How the yeah. hell did he get that on the plane? I don't know. He, he had like four or five of them, though, but he gave me one. I guess so he I checked the bag. As I say, it's amazing what you can get through and check luggage. Yeah. Well, in Nepal, maybe they don't care. Who knows? Well, I'm sure that those are sold as, as He had a touristy. baby with him, so I'd imagine they just wanted him to move through as fast as he could <laughs> everything. Uh-huh. We've got to let him through, otherwise he's going to cut up that baby with those <laughs> knives. <laughs> but that's my Nepal story. I got a, a brand new Nepal knife. It says Nepal on it and everything. So Since we're well, talking about Nepal, I'm just saying. Yeah. Good yeah. for you. Good. Uh, Glad you shared so, that. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> so today we will be having an herbal episode, and uh, despite having an herb-based episode in Colorado, we're just talking about culinary herbs What today. do we do about herbs, man? <laughs> what do no. you say about herbs? Wow. Uh, so if you want to get a hold of us and complain, like. complain about <laughs> Rob and uh, his- And who doesn't? <laughs> yeah, really. Um, well- First, we'll say Junkmouth is part of the Revival League podcast Hootspah. Well, that's uh, not even the correct spelling of yeah. Hootspah. That's just a C. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is, uh, I, I actually copied that. I looked up on a site for H words. Come on. Oh, okay. It, it was spelled Alternate that way. spelling, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the Revival League podcast hub. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and you should check out our other shows on uh, Ralph, as, as we're a fit affectionately calling it even though there's no a in that acronym <laughs> yeah <laughs> well we're rough. uh what what are those shows rob oh there's so many of those shows uh well there's the mst3k revival league podcast that's sort of our our flagship show where we talk about mst3k riffing um we do soda reviews mm-hmm. uh and we just generally have a a, a good time and hang out um we also have a Jackie's Hand of Horror podcast, which I know yep. she's slowly turning into a video blog. Um, mm. So check that out while it's still a podcast. Mm. Uh, and that's Jackie's Hand of Horror. You can find that um, also on SoundCloud, I believe. Uh, and then we have the Revival League Playhouse, which has all of our radio plays. So yep. uh, if you haven't gotten to check out any of our radio plays, check them out there. Our newest one is What About Blob? Um, and I think we might be having Eddie Poe come up uh, by the time this airs. Eddie Poe might be soon on the way. Um, the second Eddie Poe. Yeah. Second Eddie Poe. Uh, yeah. it, it's the Great Spaghetti Squash Eddie Poe. Yeah, <laughs> uh, which was written by a, a, a team of us. Um, and yeah. of course, Shorts in a Bunch, which is a, a, another collective show that we did before that, is a short sketch show starring and featuring Eric Kosky, yeah. host mm-hmm. of Junk Mouth. Um, and <laughs> uh, and we've got a, a lot of great ones. Uh, we've got our Plan Nine Shakespeare show. Uh, you know, Tragical History of Plan the Ninth with Dana Gould. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely check that one out. Uh, do Rabbot's Dream of Le- 
of Electric Cheeps, and that's our Blade Runner uh, Watership Down show, and uh, about another half dozen more. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so go check out the uh, yeah the, the two Revival Halloween Playhouse. shows are uh, are What About Blob and uh, War of the Worlds, War which of the was worlds. Our, our first show a year. It's only a year ago we've had all these uh, I know. radio plays. And I'm not in War of the Worlds, and so I feel that really holds it back for me. <laughs> yeah. no, I think that was before you joined the, yes. the group. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, it was I our first radio play was War of the Worlds mm -hmm. last year, and then What About Blobs, our Halloween show this year. Yeah, yeah. you guys were like, check out War of the Worlds, and I listened to it, and I was like, oh, I'd like to do some stuff with mm. these guys, and then they invited me for, to do some stuff in Scrooge, and it was off to the races. And, uh, yeah, What About Blob is probably my favorite of the plays we've done so oh, far. That, that it means it a was lot, great. actually. Yeah. It, it's not my favorite because i wasn't involved in it yeah. <laughs> but um i have to admit it is probably the best it had i i was involved in this less than any other of the shows we've done you know i mean i'm i'm all over it with little parts and stuff mm -hmm. but i you know the writing's all rob so uh, played it close to the chest i did i mean i did quite a bit of help with the like voice Ass recording and stuff mm -hmm. like that and yes like yes you you're an assistant director on it you were you were there for a lot of the large parts um you know, uh, a few of the, the separate ones, like uh, like Brian, I know I, uh, no one was able to make that yeah. recording. Um, but, uh, but, but yeah, I, it's still a team effort. Yeah. Um, if you're a big fan of Ryan and Ron McAdams and Greg and all their voice work, they're all over the show. Uh, if you don't like Eric, good news, he's not in it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he is in shorts in a bunch, so you should yeah. definitely check that one out. Yeah, and, I'm of course, sure. we have 10 backwards, and that is uh, Ron McAdams and James Rowling's uh, – Star Trek uh, Next Generation yeah. podcast yeah. where they watch the show backwards. So they're going from the end of the show to the beginning. Which is, boy. That's so that the episodes get progressively worse. Worse, yeah. Uh, but Will Wheaton's well, character gets progressively better. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually think as we get out of that first season, that, or that last season, uh, I think it actually, because I think that last season was a bit of a drop. But then we're going to take this big the Seasons spike like three through six, every, just, just golden. Yeah, but like, yeah, once uh, you know, the last season was a bit of a drop, but I mean, compared to the the difference in quality from season two to three, it was like two different shows. You yeah, know? yeah, oh, that um, was huge. Uh, I hate to say it, but a lot of it was probably Gene Roddenberry dying. <laughs> <laughs> but look, well. he took he he had some very strict rules about he didn't like conflict, and it's like, but that's drama, Gene. <laughs> you yeah. Know? yeah. Um, he really was insistent that people hide behind the doors and pull them open. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, that's going to be really rough once they hit season two and season one especially. Oh, yeah. So watch ten backwards and see what A couple what of great episodes in the first two seasons, but they're rare. Uh, yeah. The first season had, uh, was it The Big Goodbye, the one where Patrick Stewart goes into the holodeck in the uh, – sort of film or detective story thing. I am thing. terrible with episode names, but I, I know the one you're talking that's about. Season that one, that's a, a great episode. episode. Yeah, that was good. But that's one of the few great episodes in season one. Yeah. I know Star Trek, the original series. That's and season two it. had, uh, um, the I can't remember the name of the episode, but the one where they go on trial to, to, to determine whether data is property or not. And that was a good episode. Uh, uh, somebody else I from Starfleet wants to take him apart because he considers him the property of Starfleet and Patrick Stewart defends him as you know he's a sentient being he can't be property I, I am not recalling that at that's all that's a great episode yeah. uh, but those I'll were the high it points I'll to my wife she'll know exactly what it is she'll point me to it those were the high points uh, most of it yeah. is pretty terrible <laughs> so I'm going to take your word yeah. on that okay so if you want to send us an email about uh, season 2 Star Trek The Next Generation episodes uh, we are junkmouthpodcast at gmail.com mm -hmm. or you can find us at facebook at facebook.com slash junkmouth or 
even better, go on to iTunes and give us an iTunes review, preferably a good one, but yeah, yeah. we'll take what we can get. <laughs> All right. Before we dig into our first course, we always need to sing for our supper. So uh, let's load up that reel-to-reel with a sweet Kevin Murphy jingle. Should I say Greg's line? Go for it. Roll the tape. The next time you travel to Denver, make your journey into one that you'll remember. Don't just sit around and wish when you can have an expedition at the Dino Hotel. Stretch, snarl, roll. All right. Thank you, Kevin. You know, we really... We really ought to just get that thing on an MP3. There's mm-hmm. no reason we are still using a reel-to-reel tape recorder to play that. Just you holding a microphone it. to the speaker every week. It's authentic. You just, feel it. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Know. You know, there's just a warmth of sound. It's a lot <laughs> cheaper than yeah. when we used to fly Kevin into the studio every week. Make him sing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and Kevin likes us a lot better now that we don't yeah. force him to do that. I just I just like how the static progressively increases over time. It it adds a you know, like a timestamp on yeah. the episode. <laughs> So do we have okay. rules around here, Eric? Not not really, but we say we do. Yeah. Um, and, and so those rules we say we have, uh, regarding junk mouth anyway, yeah. are first that are- Don't eight. murder people. We already we broke actually that don't one. Have that. <laughs> that is not a rule. Uh, because with some of this food, I mean, I don't, I never intend to murder people, but Why I, do I don't Why do you think Ian's here. not here this week? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, if you missed the last episode of Junk oh, it was Mouth, the, the one before, yeah, the, the one, one before, before yeah, um, yeah, good uh, lord, yeah. So, so rule number number zero is uh, this is going to be our last regular episode of the season. So, uh, you have Junk Mouth Challenge to look forward to coming up next, and I mm-hmm. think we're going to have to do a, a New Year's drink special. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if you are uh, happen to be at the Dino Hotel for uh, the Turkey Day Mystery Science Theater get together. Uh, that uh, you can see Junk Mouth Challenge live. It is very this entertaining. This is going to come out yeah. after that. Uh, oh, this is going to come out after yeah, Junk I Mouth Challenge? This, this will come out in about like a oh. month. Well, you uh, you sh- yeah. should have been paying attention then. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I hope you had a good time at Turkey Day had yeah. you come with us. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Junk Mouth Challenge is uh, my favorite episode because of the season. Because you don't have to eat anything. Because I don't have to. I just get to watch <laughs> other people suffer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it, believe me. I, even I like it for that reason. Yeah. Um, uh, because we generally know... Like, oh, yeah, that. We remember it. And it's like, yeah. I, I'm interested in seeing what you select this year because I've been here for nearly every episode of Junk Mouth this season, I think. Uh, uh, with the exception of a couple where you I had been to work. In the latter mm-hmm. half of the, the season, I think you've yeah. been in most of them. Yeah. You might have been in more than I was in this season just Possible. because of schedule I know there conflicts. was a couple I missed yeah. because yeah. I had to work and, and it was just you and Eric for like, or just you and Greg for like IKEA. Yeah, stuff like mm-hmm. that. I, mi- yep. I missed a couple of those, like the flavor trip, and I missed oh, a couple of those. I- IKEA's coming and back then, for the junk mouth challenge. And then uh, yeah. Greg is. Uh, I thought IKEA served relatively good food. What was the horrible IKEA one? The coffee. Did was you terrible. actually try to eat a dresser or something? The coffee is terrible. Oh really? Even yeah, people, that is literally. This is like the worst coffee I've. We had we had the instant coffee yeah. on one of our other episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's better than IKEA coffee. Yeah, I remember Eric saying that that was a lot better. Even yeah. the bad instant coffee was apparently better. The one yeah, that we yeah. didn't like that that was yeah. that was uh, food that's to that's better USA than IKEA coffee. So, uh, um, but but on to on to other rules. Uh, one, we go for items that are not widely distributed in the United States. Uh, two, we look for foods that are unique or regional foods, not just local brands of things. Three, we fit each week to a theme uh, where everything has an herbal flavor this week. Mm-hmm. And finally, four, 
uh, is we each get one pass card every episode if there's something we just want to absolutely refuse to try. So. Yeah. And we generally don't yeah. take them. I think I'm the current record holder as far as oh, taking yeah. the most past cards. You almost take I, one every time. <laughs> no, I really no. don't, actually. Yeah, the majority of episodes, I try everything. I think I've so far, I haven't used one. Uh, in the uh. first season, I think I took one, maybe two. So you, you you took one the first season. I think you've taken two this season. Yeah, oh. so really, I don't take that many. Yeah. Uh, I, I generally brave it, but there's some stuff that's just like, this is an offense against God. Uh, and I'm an atheist. And I love those <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, just. And I, I, I keep wanting to add the rule that if you can't swallow it, that's your pass card. But I think if no. you've got, if you've got yeah, it on I your tongue, you gotta, you've, you've experienced you it. You gotta taste it. You know that's that's been the rule. But yeah. Uh, uh, so I could just my man spit it right out if I was watching my girlish figure or something. Yeah, but count. I mean, I, I don't think anybody yeah. has ever actually spit anything out. We've right. always swallowed it. Uh, yeah, which in the case sometimes of with a little gagging, like uh, like the cuttlefish. Ian was had a little gagging. But yeah, I, oh, I, Ian had I, a I was gagging, gagging a little on the cuttlefish. That is the only thing. Two seasons, I've only gagged on one thing, yeah, and it was that, cuttlefish. I think, I think cuttlefish what was bad. the thing that I ended up gagging on? I think the only thing I ever actually was it the on beef was the yogurt dessert. Oh. I don't think it was the, it, I don't think that was terrible, but I don't think it was that. I think it was a drink or something that I actually had to like go to the corner and just like gag. Oh, was it the fire truck? The the hot pepper fire truck? No. That was pretty bad oh, for you. I would do that. Uh, no. We had something else it was, really no, it was go like check out our past episodes and see what uh, Ryan couldn't eat. I think yeah. it was like a curdled milk drink or something like that. <laughs> just or a soy drink. Oh, the the so- yeah, the soy drink. I do remember that. the soybean yeah. drink. Yeah, yeah, that was terrible. It was <laughs> awful. I mean, that doesn't that sounds pretty innocuous, but it was awful. It was. You I know, could see like that soybeans. being very bad. Yeah. We, yeah, we had a fermented milk drink that was way better than the soybean drink. <laughs> what sort of yeah. terrible thing do you have for us today, Eric? Well, we're going to start off. Uh, this is our eat, and we are having jovial organic sourdough rosemary crackers from Italy. That Sister sounds good. Jovial. Yeah, yeah, they're jovial. Every word uh, of that sentence sounded good to me, actually. Yeah. So. Uh, these are made with, with einkorn wheat. This mm-hmm. is um, So this is a wheat that has never been hybridized. So it's an heirloom type of, of mm-hmm. wheat. Basil sourdough sounds like an Agatha so Christie character. A, <laughs> I'm going to grab a few crackers and pass these Alrighty. around. Um, I'm grab a few. Yeah, supposed, supposedly this wheat is easier to digest and has lower gluten levels. Huh. So... Oh, uh, yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> hey! No, I, I like gluten. Gluten is a real thing, and it gives... I know gluten is a real should thing. should make these a softer cracker. Not not that it's like... Uh, but It's not designed uh, for, like, celiac gluten, or Yeah, I was about to say, gluten intolerance, gluten. except if you have celiac disease, is not a real thing. <laughs> so sick of the, the Maybe people just don't movement. like gluten. I, I don't care what other people eat. You want to be a vegetarian, you want to not eat gluten, I don't care. Just pay your people extra when they prepare your food uh, special. The, uh, I, I heard a stand-up comedian say something about it. It's possible to be both gluten-free and shut up about it. That's where I, <laughs> I stand. Yeah. Well, know, I think everyone should shut up about everything. Uh, okay, let's let's try these. Why don't we shut up about this and try them? Yeah. Mm. First, let's look at it a bit, too. It kind of looks oh, I mean, it's almost Cheez-It-sized. It's, it's kind of got yeah. some puffy like it. It's like a little white Cheez-It. Yeah. I like these a lot. Yeah, they they kind of they crumble nicely in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, good flavor. Yeah, really good flavor. I wish nice the crackers were a little bigger because, like you said, they're about the size of a cheese. It. Yep. But uh, they're really good. Yeah. No, I'm 
I'm all for mm. these. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's an excellent yeah. cracker. What do they remind me of? Um, childhood. No, no, no definitely <laughs> not. I'm not eating sourdough as a kid. Mm. No. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. The, the uh, this would be a snack that I would add to my rotation easily. Yeah, if I didn't have to order it from Amazon, I would too. Yeah, that's a little much. But uh, yeah. yeah, this is this is a really good cracker. I think it's all right. <laughs> I think you think it's all right. Uh, I mean, nice light rosemary flavor, nice light sourdough mm-hmm. flavor. It's mm-hmm. not strong. Yeah. Yeah, I still can't. I haven't put my mind of uh, what it reminds me of exactly. Probably what. another rosemary cracker. They're widely yeah. available. Yeah, yeah, that's what I got to think is it's, yeah, but I just can't Like a rosemary wheat thin or something But like I'm definitely that. not usually going out and huh? seeking out those kind of crackers. But, yeah, pot, it's very possible that it's it's some kind of a wheat thin. I usually do mm-hmm. uh, try different wheat thins, so it's very yeah. possible that it's that. Um this is this is better than a wheat thin, I think. Here's what I'd say, and I think I'd Ryan say, hit yeah. it. Its size bothers me because I want to put cheese on something like this, mm. and it's a little small to support a slice of cheese. Um, yeah, it is. It is like it's it's like a cheese nip size. I think yeah. its flavor is just fine, but I I would if I was going against like say a, a wheat thin, I'm choosing a wheat thin because I like its texture more, and and mm. and I like, want to be able to put cheese on it. So I'm I'm going for this cheese. Or for this this texture over the wheat thin, wheat I, thins. I, I love wheat thins, but they are very too. dense. Yeah, I like what it. I would say with this would be really nice, like a cream cheese or some kind of something you can dip into. Yeah, this is not a bad dip. But, that, but yeah, that's I, what these would be. Best I for. do agree with Rob that uh, I think really just the size, the only thing they're good for because of that size is just munching by the handful, because they're too small really to even get into a dip without getting your fingers. Into the really, because I think I mean you got to hold it by a corner when you dip. Yeah, but like you, but I think it's fine uh, when you put your hand into the dip. So it's like you're putting your whole entire mouth yeah. into the dip. It's it's not like you're like going into a, like a cup and trying to. Dip but down yeah, you're just like you've got to hold it by the corner. Bowl. The whole point of a dip ready snack is that it is designed in such a way that you don't have to have any strategy about how to hold it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean that is the one downfall of these crackers. The one thing that's going to give, uh, gi- I'm giving them a four point seven five, and they're losing the quarter point just because I think they're too small to conveniently do other things with besides just eating them by the handful. You, you know, it's too small for a slice of cheese. It's really too small to dip comfortably. Uh, but that's the only reason I'm not giving it a full five is the size. I think the taste and the texture is excellent. Well, just despite our argument about how big of a deal that was, I am agreeing with you exactly. This is a this is a four seven five. Yeah, it's almost high a five. rating. It's, it's, it's just because they're little. That's it. That, that's all it is. It's the, the, the size makes it a little too small for convenience. Rob's, Rob is like just holding back. Well, the Transylvanian judge has got to come in here because I always, you know, this is the man who gave uh, you know the the preserved duck egg a two, uh, and I'm giving this a three. <laughs> really? Because if Whoa. this is at, in a in a if I'm at a party and this is in a bowl and I walk up and I eat one of these, I've eaten one. I only ate one. And I had a handful of them. They're great. Yeah, and I didn't because I, I I don't love the flavor. I don't like that rosemary flavor. It's not what I would go right in for, especially with it being the only flavor. If you've got some cheese slices next to it, yeah, I'll throw something on it. But just itself, I don't like the rosemary that much. Um, so I'm, I'm giving are it a three. Only giving this one point ahead yeah. of the preserved Cthulhu duck egg, which which yeah. tasted like nothing. Remember, it tasted like egg. But uh, the texture of that thing, I didn't. Ha- like the I mean. Texture. I, that was like a ghost egg. There was a ghost duck sitting on the back of my throat for three days asking why I killed it. He was wailing. <laughs> yes. I mean, three uh, days. I went home sad. 
Every to, to me, two is a bad score, though, right? Because three is right in the middle, and to me, this is right in the middle for but me. But this is a hell of a lot it. more than a point <laughs> above the duck egg. <laughs> even, even with just the zero to five scale, I think it is. You yeah. keep Christmas in your way, and I'll keep it in mine. <laughs> Rob, Rob, I think I, I feel like you're just trying to be contrarian here. I, I don't feel like that's an honest. Uh, if I was at a party, I'd eat one of these, and I'd never go back. Okay. Okay. Now, if I went to a party and I ate some of that <laughs> black egg, uh, I would like it less than this. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. Really? I'd be like, Ugh. if I were at a party and I ate some of that black egg, I would leave the party and probably uh, call the DA's office and <laughs> say, you might want to keep an eye on this guy because I'm pretty sure he's a serial killer. I don't have any definite proof. Wait, if but you he's go worth to a observing. party and they have that gross black egg, why are you eating it? <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's there. I didn't. It's a party. I clearly didn't eat before I got here. I'm gonna go there and munch on the free. Yeah, I've been at parties where I didn't eat before I got there and saw the food selection and just thought I'll eat on the way home. <laughs> yeah. And that's and what would happen if you went to the duck egg party, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, have this duck egg? No. <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, absolutely not. I'll think uh, about a three point one for Ryan. Wow. <laughs> for Rob. You're just you're you're wrong on this. This I, is it's a great just not character. a thing that I like. You know, when I like oh. something, I like something. This is kind of like, well, I this know is this a is, I know taste is, is subjective, but in this case, objectively you're wrong. This is a good cracker. Yeah. This is a 475 cracker. Not enough I, I mean, if you me. gave it a 4, yeah. I wouldn't argue with I it. I wouldn't it would argue understandable, a 4. But, but a 3? Yep. Uh, yeah. No. Just. But we've always known Rob was a bit wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so. Absolutely. Uh. Yeah. Well, that's that's disappointing, Rob. I, I just I don't know what to think of well, you anymore. <laughs> since we're talking about objectivity, I think it's time to move on to Eric Explain Science. Ah. Uh, this is the part of the show where I try to improve the world by sharing one of the joys of a scientific concept. And this week, I'm going to be talking about a very impactful chemical process, the Haber-Bosch process. Um, this is a process where hydrogen is reacted with nitrogen in the air to create ammonia. Uh, the reaction takes place at elevated pressures and temperatures, roughly 200 atmospheres. Uh, oh, that's it's a relief. About 3,000 psi. So, because there's a lot of hydrogen and nitrogen in the air. <laughs> uh, there's not so much hydrogen in the air. Uh, oh, there isn't. No, no. No, I guess it's Very like the most common element in the universe, but relatively rare here. Well, it's in comparison rare, to other. It's rare for hydrogen to be as free hydrogen gas. Uh, uh, we definitely have hydrogen around yeah. things. Um, and uh, this so at any rate, I just don't want a bucket of ammonia falling out of the sky onto my head. So I'm glad that it takes a lot of pressure and temperature. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> so, um, God even, knows I've had that happen enough. So with this reaction, even having these really high pressures and, and somewhat elevated temperature isn't enough to make this reaction happen. We also need an iron-based catalyst. And when we do that, we can get hydrogen in the air or hydrogen that we produce usually as a byproduct from industrial manufacturing to react with nitrogen in the air where this catalyst creates ammonia. Uh, most of this ammonia now is used as fertilizer. Uh, ammonia is the biggest thing that is lacking in soil mm. when we grow crops on it. It's the biggest thing we need to add back in. Nitrogen is a big key in getting plants to grow. Mm. Uh, so All this science this was way over me. Mm -hmm. Paying attention, sort of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this was. Uh, I'm worried about the cows' jobs now, though. So there were actually two Nobel prizes awarded based around this process. The first one to Fritz Haber, who was the chemist who won the Nobel Prize in Chemistry in 1918, mm -hmm. uh, for discovering the process to make the ammonia. 
And then the other one was from Carl Bosch. He was the industrial chemist who developed this into an economical, efficient uh, industrial process so that we could actually mass produce it. And that's so Carl Bosch for that won the Nobel Prize in Chemistry in 1931. Mm -hmm. Uh, And thanks to the ammonia-based fertilizer, we now have massively increased our crop yields across the entire world which are actually very essential for us to be able to feed the entire world population right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, if you have enough food to eat, you can thank the Haber-Bosch process for that. Um, but it's not all good when we start talking about fertilizer. So yeah. I think you guys know that too. Um, so we do have the unfortunate thing where we have uh, fertilizer runoff. Mm-hmm. And That's gross. Yeah, this yeah. is so so – when we put fertilizer on the land, if, if it was all in just the right perfect amount in places and all went into the plants, everything would be perfect and mm-hmm. happy. Uh, unfortunately, to get enough to the plants, usually what farmers will do is they will put on more than what is needed because some of it leaches out into the mm-hmm. water as water goes through the soil. Yeah. And all of that trickles down into our streams and aquifers. And if the concentration gets high enough, it becomes very bad for life. Um, Wait, and you mean drinking pure ammonia isn't good for you? <laughs> well, this is nowhere near pure, thankfully, but <laughs> even drinking fairly dilute ammonia is not good for you. Especially over long term, I'd imagine. Yeah, and it's really bad for a lot of uh, microbial, microscopic mm-hmm. life. Um, Maybe if its parents treated it better, the fertilizer wouldn't <laughs> <run off. laughs> uh, oh God. Wow. Uh, so we see things, what we call, there's 405 locations across the world We've identified as ocean dead zones where because— Christopher Walken can see the future. <laughs> and not only that, uh, we also he hates see— us. <laughs> <laughs> I was picturing like a bank robbery yeah. movie mixed in, though. Ocean's <laughs> dead zone. <laughs> <laughs> it's just 11 Christopher Walken's trying to rob a bank. <laughs> Julia Roberts is going to be disappointing in this movie. <laughs> Sorry. And—, and yeah, yeah. With as dead as any of those movies would be before they even got to the theater, uh, we also see dead microbial life in these ocean zones that usually come from where rivers enter the ocean mm-hmm. because we see big things like one of the biggest ones is from the Mississippi River uh, because there's so much agriculture across yeah. this country. And well, especially all right this around that. all feeds yeah. into this big river basin, comes down and comes out into the Gulf of Mexico when we have a big dead zone. Mm. Uh, I mean, we treat our water when we drink it. Is there any way to treat these streams as they enter out into the ocean? Technically, there are ways you could treat those streams, but when you're talking about the the volume of water you'd have to treat and the cost for it, this is... uh, not economic in any and way. I mean, we got 11 really years to be, do it. it. Would it even really be <laughs> the uh, the same kind of process to treat water necessarily to make it drinkable as opposed to being able to treat water to, say, uh, make it uh, a good environment for microbial life or fish life or something I like that? I think you'd might still be, be looking at yeah. carbon filtration, yeah. uh, but it, just that kind of a volume would mm. be just insanely cost prohibitive. Yeah. Uh, the Mississippi Gotta save the planet, Eric. Huge. Well, eleven years. I, I think perhaps there's better finding ways. a better fertilizer would be cheaper than treating the Mississippi River. <laughs> yeah, um. you never want to put a Band-Aid on the problem. <laughs> it's not so. a Band-Aid if you find fertilizer that doesn't do that. It's a cure. Yeah. 
Um, and, and it's not so much in the change in the fertilizer itself, but in the ways it's applied to yeah. the field. People are working on this problem. Um, and there are also uh, specialized bacteria that like to eat up nitrogen that we already know some of those exist. But yeah. if we can create concentrations of them and ways to utilize them to uh, help take out this excess nitrogen, we may see some treatments. We're probably going to need some combination of, mm -hmm. of several things to make this all work to the point where we can really get rid of these ocean well, dead zones and improve aquatic health. You know, I always worry about the, uh, you know, our solution to this problem is introducing, you know, a, a, another creature that, mm -hmm. you know, because then, you know, you just have the invasive species. Like, you know, our, you know look, our, our island has too many snakes, so we're going to parachute in snake-eating gorillas, and then the gorillas start <laughs> breeding, and all of a sudden you've got just an overrun of snake-eating gorillas. Mother so. Nature could very likely make one of these microbes evolve to where it feeds off ammonia. Uh, and that's how Mother Nature would fix the problem. Are microbes Ooh, do you we really ammonia. want to wait for that and one just hope? There Evolution is microbes, by chance. There yeah. are microbes that feed off ammonia. Yeah. The big thing is is getting them in a high enough concentration in the places we need them. If there's them. enough yeah. ammonia there, I assume they're just going to grow there, right? It's supply and demand. If there's yeah, enough ammonia. It's, it's not necessarily. The, uh, the, the ammonia microbes that are there are going to be getting enough ammonia, so they'll be making more little baby microbes. Will have eat yes, more ammonia. Baby microbes. That's that's the way <laughs> reproduction works on the cellular level. Yep. Oh, they yeah. wear little bonnets and bassinets, and it's adorable. Jeez. <laughs> wow. Uh, apparently, I have not explained enough science to Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Nye did though. Uh, and the magic school <laughs> hey, bus. Uh, they obviously did a. Yeah, oh, hey, you I just ate, ate another one of those crackers. crackers. <laughs> <laughs> See, they're score. better than you think. You voluntarily <laughs> ate one. Uh, Okay. Uh, so the the moral of this is uh, we're all slowly poisoning our water, and uh, the only way to stop is to starve to death. So, great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or we filtrate the river and introduce baby microbes. <laughs> Where's my Nobel Prize, Eric? <laughs> I think he's just thinking like a giant charcoal fish tank filter is going to solve this problem. <laughs> he, he really he is. Really big, though. Really big. Yeah. <laughs> really big. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh I, I think it's time to move on to a drink then. All right, yeah. I could use a drink. Yeah, and since we need a drink with with herbs in it, I could. Yeah, what, all right. You went what, to the special store. What could be I better knew you than went to Honey that store. Bee brand basil seed drink? What yeah, with honey? Point. More basil? Oh, we had wow. rosemary for the first one. This is basil. Basil seed drink. No, 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 no. The last one was called basil uh, sourdough. No, it was no, rosemary. It was rosemary. Uh, let me the get this notes said basil salad. <laughs> well, then the note was wrong. Well, let me get it's this. Rosemary. Let me get this straight. Uh, we have rosemary, but we don't have parsley and thyme. You went with basil. Well, he couldn't yeah. make it all the way to Scarborough I mean, Fair this morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not like Scarborough Fairs in Colorado. <laughs> yes, but I, uh, parsley and thyme are readily available. Throughout the industrialized world. <laughs> so. Yeah, but this is junk mouth. We want unique foods. Plus, then he probably would have gotten too much time on his hands. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact uh. that the photo, the, the picture on this is a crude drawing of like a champagne goblet filled with what looks like uh, 
Well, really, water teeming with microbes. <laughs> <laughs> baby microbes. Hey, it, it fits after Eric explains science. Yes, it does. All right. I want to baby microbes. Okay, so this is all, uh, Is where is this from, incidentally? I'm trying to figure that out. Distributed by California. Is it Korean? Yeah, I, I was thinking they were, t- it was from Taiwan because of the, what I've had from other. Product of Taiwan. Product of one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so this, this is a Taiwanese we've had drink. A, we've had another honeybee thing in the past, so. Yeah, this is a Taiwanese drink. It's got uh, the honeybee brand in English on one side and uh, Taiwanese on the other. It's like a really so happy bee. Oh, and when you look at it, yeah, it does. It looks like you. little, you can see in there, it looks like little microbes floating in right. kind of thick water. Well, I like the, beer, the bird's nest <laughs> stuff, so. Huh? All right, well, let's, let's give this a try. Okay. Oh, good God. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Oh, this I this, this right. one I don't dislike. Really? Yeah, yeah. And I'm kind of like right in the middle. It's it's a little it's sweet. I don't awful, really care for it, but but I'm not going to take another yeah. drink. You mm-hmm. know, and it's just oh, sort it's of it is gross to drink something and feel little things like solid things going down your throat. You know, I buy pulp-free orange juice. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is not not the pulp. I, I like the you know gross fan mm-hmm. super thick orange juice, and I like boba too. I like I stuff do like floating boba. in my stuff. Yeah, boba's great. I want to chew um, my drink. No, I want my um, drink completely liquid. I don't feel that it is done. And like, <laughs> you, you need to run that through a strainer again. Get the orange yeah. pulp out. Just like, you know. Uh, I hope that they collect that pulp that they strand from you and toss it into our grove stand. That would be good. This this is this is gross. Uh, I mean, the, the flavor's not bad. Uh, it's just like I don't want to drink seeds. Um, so, yeah. I mean, this is not terrible. I'd give it maybe a 2.5. Yeah, um... It's not bad enough to be revolting, but, uh, it's not something I'd ever drink again. There, there's some good and some negative aspects this to me. Uh, I think there's a, there's hardly any basil flavor, but there, and it's more honey flavored. Mm. Um, I do like the flavor of honey. Mm. Um, well, if they're using whole seeds, you're probably not going to yeah. get a whole lot of basil flavor um, because, you know, I mean, I'd imagine you'd have to break those up to get any flavor at all. And really, you're eating basil leaves, not seeds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's the, the the spice is the ground leaf. <laughs> yeah. And then there's the the actual seeds themselves. When you get one that, that doesn't, like, catch your teeth and you don't bite, um, then it tastes kind of like a little piece of boba or something like that. It feels like uh-huh. that. And and then I'm like, yeah, that's that's good. But as soon as you catch one and bite it, it has that like crunchy middle, and it just gets weird. Oh, it I didn't feels bite one. Let me slimy. try to bite one. Yeah, I got a I got a couple of them that caught my teeth, and then Ew. I bit. And then it's got that like crunchy, slimy whole thing going. I didn't care for that as much. Yeah. When I balance it all out, I'm gonna give it a three. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'm still going with two point five, but it's it's not, it's not offensive. It's just no. I'm not drinking any more of it. What do you think, Rob? I'm going to give it a four. I, I Are do, you sh- I like the flavor uh, of this one. Much wow. better than the rosemary one. Really? <laughs> uh, but what wins wow. it out is the texture. I like the little I like the little seeds. It, it's, it's, <sighs> I didn't mind wow. chewing on them. I, I had to struggle to chew and bite on them. Most of the time, I just they went right down kind of like a – it reminds me a little of that bird nest drink we had, and I liked uh-huh. that one. And yeah, I, I thought like the bird nest was probably just slightly better than this. I like this a little more than the bird's nest because there's more flavor uh, to it. It's not yeah. an overstrong basil. There's like a almost like a banana hint yeah. when you kind of smell it at the nose. There's like yeah. a banana. And Your cellar crawl space must just be packed with corpses because <laughs> no sane person would give this a four. That's crazy talk. <laughs> 
you really want to keep going to that cellar? What did I tell you about that thing from Nepal I got? <laughs> <laughs> you stay out of that cellar. It's his baby cutting knife. <laughs> um, uh, again, this is not something that I'm not going to go try to buy this again. But if you were like, hey, have this, I'd be like, okay, th- this is a good thing. Huh? Um, I could see maybe if I drank the whole thing, I could see getting sick of it and maybe getting down to like a three and a half. Um, but with yeah. just the little I've tasted, I, I, I like it. I, I like think it better than is, the cracker. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, uh, uh, fair, you know, in fairness, you know, I mean, my intense dislike partially is just because I don't like pulp. And partially, I think it's, you know, it's one of those th- cultural things where if you're raised with this drink, it's probably like your favorite thing ever. If you've never had it, it's like, I'm not sure about this. It's it, the same it reason really, the Europeans don't like root beer. It really you know? is a yeah. banana. It's like a banana flavors. I, I, I do get the hint of that. Yeah. It, it, but it's like banana, honey, hint of basil. Yeah, yeah. I could That's see that. That's the flavor. Yeah. And I and I I don't dislike that. Had it been too much basil, I probably wouldn't like it. Actually, probably honey first. Honey, banana, hint of basil. That's that's the flavor order. I, I get go. so much of the banana. Yeah. All right. Well, it still doesn't deserve a four. In no universe does that <laughs> deserve a four. Uh, to, to, to the what same I've never guy. understood is that why we use the five scale and the soda reviews use the ten scale. Who cares? Because <laughs> when we were setting this up, Greg, I, I wanted a five it. scale on here. Mm-hmm. I would have reversed it. There's so much more depth, you know. It's deep, man. That's why we're, we're constantly giving <laughs> yeah. decimal points. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why well, I gave like the uh, the crackers a four point seven five. Four point seven nine. Yeah. Well, with, with that, do either of you guys have anything you want to talk about this week before we move on to be merry? I don't like that drink. Yeah, and that's what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> so. uh, I didn't hate the drink. And Rob is wrong to give it a four. Well, I, I think mean, you're just Rob too pessimistic. You, everything to you is a is a is a an offense to God. <laughs> I gave the crackers a four point seven five. Because you I liked the them. cracker. I don't know why. You always seem to like the things that are yeah, odd I and, and kind like of bland. I gave this like a two point five. I didn't dislike it. It was just not so. You know, I mean, well, I did dislike it, but I mean, it wasn't offended by it. I just didn't think it was good. You know, no, I mean, it, it wasn't like eating the the preserved duck egg or the meat yogurt. <laughs> Which were just those were offenses against God. Yeah. Uh, I mean, objectively offenses against God. It wasn't yeah. a matter of opinion. <laughs> I, I actually coming into this, I was assuming that uh, we'd actually have much lower opinions of this. Yeah, drink. I thought this it was, would be worse than a, it was. Yeah. This, I mean, this isn't terrible. It's yeah, just no. I just don't think it's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and I, I just don't I don't think it's, think it's a four. <laughs> yeah. Well, I gave it a four. Especially yeah. not with the, those crackers are so good. The crackers were not good. The crackers were just like uh, too much rosemary on there. All right. Well, in that case, let's move on to Be Merry. And we have today with us Ronnie Brand uh, fennel candy. Fe- oh, sprinkles. that's candy. It's, it's sugar-coated like fennel. That, yeah, it does look like just, so I'm gonna, just ice cream do sprinkles. Do I snort these? So they're, they're usually like a after-dinner mint kind of thing at Indian restaurants. Really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, I, I have had these before as an after-dinner yeah. mint. Yes, yes, I've had these. Because yeah. the, yeah. the uh, I would have sworn those were, were just ice cream sprinkles. That, yeah. They look that way, but... Yeah, I'm not gonna oh, but you smell them, and you get you get sweet sugar and fennel. But yes, yeah. I've had these at the... At they give them to me oh at yeah. the Indian yeah, restaurant. There is, there's definitely some fennel in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there we got... There's pink, white, and yellow. I guess you just... You just like sort of have to eat these by the handful like nerds or something. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I'm, I'm going in for All it. All right, I'm just going to eat the whole handful here. Hmm. <laughs> oh, that face, Rob. Okay, there. It's like Whoa. a good and plenty. 
at the beginning. Yeah. That's very uh, uh it's clear a strong your, flavor. Sinuses. It's a strong flavor, but I think yeah. it's it's not not a bad one. Yeah, it's it's kind of got that black licorice flavor. Yeah, yeah. The um, anise. Yeah. Yeah, but real, and not the gross fake stuff. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think this is gross. I long for the fake stuff right now. But uh, oh. good and yeah. plenty. They're like little good and plenties. Ugh. This yeah. isn't this isn't bad. It's All not right. great. Yeah. I, I mean, a little hand, just you know, a handful, of, a small handful, like just just the that does of your it. palm yeah. is is plenty. You don't want a lot of these. No, but no, actually, a lot of these would be overpowering. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, very the, quickly. I, yeah, the idea with this is like you eat a, a spicy Indian dish, and then you have a few of these as, as kind of like the af- the breath mint kind of thing. Yeah, mm. yeah and and I hey, I'm saying for that, I think they're they're gonna work. Yeah. I agree. No, this is this isn't um, terrible. It's yeah. not. No. It, it's it's yeah. The uh, too much of many of these at all would be. Yeah. I ate a little handful, and that was just about. I mean, and by a little handful, I mean like a pile the size of half a dime on my palm. Not very much at I'm all. Trying to get the taste out yeah. with the. And that was enough <laughs> because Jesus. these are very strong. They are. Uh, they would become overpowering very, very, very quickly, yeah. and for that. I don't know. I'd say maybe a, th- a, a three. It's not bad, but just it's really strong. You, you couldn't eat a lot of this before you were like, oh, boy. Yeah. You know what? Be- because I keep picking away at uh, I-, I had probably about the size of a quarter in my hand. I've eaten about half of it. I keep picking at it. I kind of like it. You know, I think by the time I get through what's in my hand, I'm going to be done. But, yeah. Um, but I really enjoy a small amount of it. I I don't think I can go, you know like topped out i can't no. give this like four and a half five level kind of rankings because you can't eat a lot of yeah. it but i'm gonna give it a four because yeah, a small amount i really like yeah i mean in, in small amounts good it's just you don't want to eat more than a small amount yeah. i'm gonna go with like a two and a half mm-hmm. um yeah. because i i don't really like that good and plenty taste i do like yeah. the fake anise like black licorice bears but in short amounts um I, I yeah, as a, a you know, if I'm just leaving and I ate something spicy and I grab a few handfuls, I'm I'll go. Mm, that's an interesting taste. I wouldn't. Well, spit you grab it out. a few handfuls of this. Not that's a few handfuls. A you know, like a little pinch. A few, of this yeah, just like a just few grains. A few, period. But I was, these, yeah, these things look like. I mean, they're about the size of rice grains. Yeah, I was that. washing the taste yeah. out with the basil seed. So I, because I'll you're give it wrong. A two and a half. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ryan gave it a three. I gave it a two and a half. No, I think I you're. I think I think that's fair. I think he he meant you were wrong to think that the basil drink was something to wash the taste. Yeah, yeah, that was where I was. We've all traveled different roads uh, to get here, (laughs) (laughs) and mine has been a basil seed road. Okay then. (laughs) Goodbye, basil seed road. (laughs) (laughs) All right. With that, uh, so we started out with crackers that sane people think are very good, and Rob does not. Uh, I'm a people. (laughs) (laughs) I said sane people. Uh, We then moved to a basil seed drink that had kind of a interesting texture and, and flavor to it that was to most of us pretty mediocre but if you're rob it's quite good like the yeah. texture um and then we had little fennel candies which mm-hmm. were good but super strong and you can't real eat strong yeah yeah so yeah they do i think that you know they do what they're designed to do which is yeah. i'm sure if you've eaten something uh, you know, really strong with curry or something like that that will counteract that taste afterward. So I mean, it'll it'll yeah. it's definitely a palate cleanser. Yeah. It will cleanse your palate yeah, very well from really strong food for sure. But um, uh, yeah. um but yeah, it's <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to eat these by the handful. No, 
<laughs> yeah, I got a little. This is a. I got a five ounce jar, and man, this could last me for years. Years, yeah. Yeah, yeah so. I can see that lasting. You know, you will open your your like spice cabinet in ten years and still have three quarters of that. I'm like, when did I buy this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Being the worst for last. Ah, yeah. uh, you're such a <laughs> yeah. And the worst, I'm sure, is something that Ian brought. Why wouldn't it be? Yeah. <laughs> Ian, we love you, but good. I mean, you, you, you did the job. You brought some. You brought the interesting thunder. foods. Yeah. Yeah, you, yes, Ian is now the the official Thor of yeah. this. All right. With that, uh, with his delicate we, poet's hands. With that, I'd like sparkles. to know if we have any final thoughts. I'm starting with Rob because I don't want to give you a chance after us. <laughs> um, uh. I thought the things today were interesting. They were memorable. Nothing. I didn't really like anything that much. I thought the drink was probably my favorite thing personally. But uh, um, the other things were just kind of, uh, they were too strong. I think, I, you know, what about the drink? I think it's the most mild and it's the most bland. And that's probably why I went with it is it didn't because overpower Because you're mild and herb. bland. Yes, I'm incredibly bland. Everyone who's ever met me knows that. Okay. Mm. Right. Uh yeah, I mostly successful. I didn't hate anything. Uh, I didn't even like actively dislike anything. The drink I wasn't crazy about, but other than that, I kind of think the fennel stuff starting to turn my stomach though. The the <laughs> the, the, the fennel was really strong, but yeah. uh, the crackers were really good. So uh, overall, a successful. Like I'm not going to uh, vomit or cry after this episode. So this is this is a high point for junk mouth. <laughs> Well, not vomit and cry any more than usual. Yeah. <laughs> not because of this. <laughs> and with that, I got to say, crackers, a slimy drink, and candy, candy-coated candy seeds make for a high point on junk mouth. Yes. <laughs> I, I, am, I am proud of that fact. <laughs> and uh, so th- until next time, remember, eat, drink, and be merry. Bye-bye. See ya. <laughs>